The morning after, the movies. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine! Ah! Uncensored, spoiler-filled movie reviews and fun only available at xrock.com. My mom says to kick you in the back of the head. Movie time. Hey, buddy, ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you... Pissed! Blood! Starts now. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. Morning After the Movies podcast here, uh, Season 2, Episode 17. 17 movies. Almost uh, in syndication. Yeah, almost. Uh, <laughs> with uh, with my good friends Nick and Randy here at Wing Nuts uh, in Nampa. Uh, Galleria Drive is where you can find it, right across from the theater. And uh, having a, a couple beverages and talk about a little movie we watched called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Number one movie at the box office this weekend. $19.5 million, or $21.5 million is what it pulled in. So not too shabby, uh, not groundbreaking, but not bad for an R-rated movie. Yeah, and I think uh, it, was pretty, um, it was a pretty small budget. Actually, two. I believe uh, it. So I think it was like twenty-five million, something like that. Twenty-nine million. So they've almost made that back. No uh, foreign. Uh, they didn't release it foreign uh, in other countries yet. So interesting. I imagine that for other foreign countries in which this movie takes place would probably be not happy with some of the depictions. Well, of it. sure. But that doesn't matter, man. Uh, from the director of Expendables Three, we get ourselves the Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, let's go around the table. What did you think about the movie, Big J? Uh, you know, I. I'm not sure whether uh, uh, I mean I liked it. it. It was it was fun. It was a good it was a good buddy movie. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I you know, we'll have to figure this out. Maybe we'll do it in spoilers. I don't know, but you know I can't tell if it, it was tongue in cheek. It was trying to be somewhat corny and cheesy for the sake of old school action movies, or if it just some of the stuff was really badly written. Uh, so, you know, depending on that, I mean, if, if they're trying to be tongue-in-cheek, they did a terrible job at it. Um, I, I guess either way, I mean, I'm so... What do you mean? Like, give me mediocre. an example of what, like, what you thought maybe was badly written or tongue-in-cheek. You know, some of the lines... Okay. Um, you know, uh, some of the lines were pretty, were pretty bad, but they were, they were said in a manner that made, made them sound even worse, you know? <laughs> right. So, I, I don't know if that's just, you know, that... A realm of action movie, you know. Listen, Sly and Arnold, and even Jean Claude, they could say those lines uh, very sincerely, and and I think it, part of it is that it, they just come off hilarious and funny when they do it. And I don't know what the reason why, but when Ryan Reynolds or even Samuel Jackson tried, it just comes off kind of stale, lame. So, uh, you know, I'm like mediocre on this movie. Okay, okay, uh, Randall, your thoughts on the Hitman's Bodyguard? Uh, man, I. I don't know either. I, I really, based on the trailer, I really, really wanted to like this movie. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. Love Samuel L. And I, I think there was enough funny parts in there. I don't know. A lot of it, to me, seemed pretty predictable along the oh, way. Very predictable. Right? Yeah. I mean, even the ending to an extent, I guess. Some of those, uh, we'll get into that yeah, later. If but I can predict a movie's outcome, it's predictable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I hated, I don't think it's really a spoiler, but the camera angles in the fights. Oh, God, no. It's, it's terribly directed in action sequences. Terribly. It's like somebody who's standing there with a f- cell phone following around the shot. It just, I don't know. I think it's too cut together to like close-ups and then far away, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. The camera movement in, in the action scenes are, are tough. And tough. I'm a little more sensitive to that stuff because I get motion sickness and whatnot. So the Randy quick, threw the up. Quick, yeah, the quick movements, man, just ugh. I can't watch some of those. those it's like the things. Blair Witch in some parts. Uh, yeah. So o- overall, you were disappointed. Yeah, because I wanted to like it more than I think I did. 
Yeah, and you know, I, I, I had very high expectations for this movie coming in. My wife saw it last night and came home, and she loves Ryan Reynolds, like loves Ryan Reynolds. So she was very excited to see it, and I was like, how is it? And she's like, meh. And so I leveled my expectations, and she's right. It's kind of right down the middle of, uh, of the avenue. Mediocre yeah. for me as well. Um, I, I, I will say this about this movie. Uh, it's about... 45 minutes too long at the very <laughs> least 45 minutes yeah, too long yeah, yeah i mean there's just too much stuff in there that doesn't need to be in there and so i think if it were just a straight up hour and a half action movie with some quips i would probably be much more uh designed to enjoy the movie and just kind of turn my brain off but when you drag stuff on forever i start to get more and more critical of what i'm seeing and things like you know, I enjoy Selma Hayek, but there's really no reason for her to be in this movie at all other than they wanted to have her swear a whole bunch, you know? <laughs> I mean, we get the love thing, but you probably could have done 90% of that off camera. Uh, you know, there's just there's there's a lot of flashbacks, most of which are kind of cool, but it's like, all right already when it involves in that. And, uh, but I will say this, I think Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson did a great job. I think they're charismatic. I would watch them in a movie together again. I just think... Between the action scenes, uh, although there's some cool stuff going on, they are such... I mean, it, it seemed like they were worse shot as it went on. Like, yeah, early on, it were. didn't seem like they were bad. Like, that, the, the breakout scene was really good. Yeah. And then it slowly but surely got really close cut, and, and all sorts of stuff was happening. And, and I, you know, I get it that in action movies... There's going to be bad shots, and you have to accept that. But like I said, when you give me 45 more minutes of people missing every single shot they take other than our two heroes, I'm like, ugh, all right, already. I get it. They're not going to get killed. <laughs> Just show me the end of the movie. So I thought it dragged on a little long. Uh, but I don't think it was a terrible movie by any stretch of the imagination. Right, yeah. I yeah. just think that it was. Uh, it could have been a lot better had it been shorter and, and maybe better put together. But uh, it's not as good as the previews make it look out to be. I'll say that. Oh, absolutely. They did a great job of putting together the trailers. Exactly. To get people into it. And um, so you're absolutely right. You know, there's funny, uh, There, Ryan Reynolds says a word or says a line in the movie where he says, uh, Samuel Jackson has ruined the word mother effer for me. And I kind of felt like that way. Like <laughs> yeah. It was like every line Samuel yeah, Jackson said had mother effer. In I don't it. mind that. I know. He, I know. He, I get he, it. He, he can swear as much as he wants. I enjoy him swearing, too, but I, he was like, God, he's right. He, it's every line. He says Mother Ephraim in it somewhere. It's pretty amazing. Well, here's the thing. You know, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to say Ryan Reynolds is not uh, not the greatest actor. He's great at being Ryan, Ryan Reynolds in yeah. any movie, uh, and I don't have a problem with that, actually. I don't mind it. And so you got a lot of that, you know, in this in this role for, from him, and uh, I think, you know, Samuel Jackson, that chemistry that they had was, you know, was great. That's why it's a great buddy movie. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Midnight Express. It's a total ripoff of Midnight yeah, Express, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and, and I, even there's even a, maybe a song that is actually the same <laughs> song in the movie. <laughs> I think you're right. And I'm like, this is just a lot of, you know, a guy protecting the other guy, a cranky dude. Uh, you know, Randy's never seen that movie before. You've never seen, have you ever no. seen it with Look De Niro at, and Charles Grodin? Haven't you ever heard? Didn't you hear the blankness? Yeah. Uh, I could hear it. I would have said something it's if I knew what you were talking about. Such a great movie. Yeah, watch that movie. You'd love okay. it. It is fantastic. It's funny. It's everything this movie kind of wants to be. And oh, by the way, it's probably about 30 minutes shorter than this movie is, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, we are at Wingnuts doing the actual podcast for Morning After the Movie. So let's go around Wingnuts sauce style and talk a little bit about our thoughts of it. Big J, your sauce Wingnuts style rating of the Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, I'm going to give it like a low-grade medium. So like a, uh, a Chipotle barbecue? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. Randy, your wingnut sauce style rating? I'm going to go as right down the middle of medium as you can get. It's just right there. If it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson playing their parts, I probably would have hated it more. 
but those guys kind of carried it for me, at least. Yeah, I don't think this movie's getting out of medium for me, wingnut style either, but I'll say this. It had it cut down to about 45 minutes, if there's like some sort of weird edit that some way makes its way on the internet that's 90 minutes long, I bet you this thing's a hot medium, but right now I'm with Big J. It's kind of like a low medium for me. Not a total waste of time, but it's one of those where you're like, eh, you could you could see it when it comes out on video, Redbox it or, or Netflix it or whatever, and, and save yourself some cash because nothing about this movie that screams you have to see it in the big screen. And I don't want to say that because because I don't want that to keep happening. I know, I know. But but I mean, it really is the truth. I mean, when you're talking about spending your dollar and your money on something, going to the theater, you know, all told and done, and you get tickets and uh, popcorn. I mean, you're looking 50, 60 bucks easy. It's not worth that. I mean, it really, it really, as much as I want it to be, it just isn't worth that. Unless you have the movie pass, then it might be okay. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Way to use that today. Oh, you don't have it. <laughs> It's all right. We comp our movies. Uh, but, you know, overall, I think uh, we're both all, or all three of us who see me are kind of in the, the medium territory. It's just varying levels of it. So uh, let's get into the spoiler situation. Uh, I did enjoy the fact that I could in my head say, I am the hag. Okay, uh, I heard you giggle right away, when it's, and I knew that's what you were talking about. And Randy's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? As soon as he said the hag, I'm like, boom, Expendables and, 3. And I didn't put it together that this is the director of uh, Expendables 3. I, I, didn't, I didn't look at that. But I didn't know either until, until the last night but yeah it's funny I am the Hag. I am the Hag. It's a line from Expendables 3, in case you're curious. Okay. Hilarious. Uh, and the Hag plays a very big part. Uh, let me ask you this. It, it, do they speak English at the Hag? Is that a thing? Uh, I, I do mean, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't I know. I know it's a big, gigantic their... international court. I just don't know if there's an official language of it. I, I You know, that's a great question. Not that's that a fantastic question. I wonder who would have the answer to that. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. He is the Hag. Yeah. Uh, but, Jay, but, Jay, any uh, real spoilers about it that you want to get into? Um, uh, you know, other than the, the bad lines, uh, like at the end, um, you know, when he, he says, uh, you know, when you, when you shot my bodyguard. I mean, that was, pr- that was uh, maybe one of the lamest <laughs> lines I've heard in a long time, except for that stupid Black Delta movie I had to watch on Netflix the other night. Um, you know, I mean, I just, I don't know if it's spoiler even worthy. You know, it's just... Uh, you know from the very beginning of the movie what happens. Like for example, you knew that he was Samuel Jackson's character was the guy who shot the Japanese guy. Yeah, I, think, I mean, yes, of course clearly, it was. Clearly, it was clear. It was. You knew that was going to happen, yes. and uh, you know, you knew that they they were going to get together with uh, you know uh, Ryan Reynolds and Yoloda Young. You know that was going to happen. That they were going to get back together. I mean, it's just there wasn't a whole lot of surprise or. You know, twists and turns in here, and I don't think there needed to be because it's not supposed to be that way. But you know, I mean, as far as an action movie goes, it just you know it was blasé, and so you know the the lines and all that stuff. I don't know. There's no spoiler in it. It spoils itself. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, do you agree? Do you have any spoilers that you would I, like to talk about? I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And, and anytime he disappeared, you knew you didn't have to worry about it because you knew he was going to be safe because Ryan Reynolds didn't come out and protect him, or vice versa. When he was sitting in that chair getting tortured, you knew that Samuel Jackson was going to pop back up and save him, right? I mean, it just... But, like, why... Let's get into the torture thing for a little bit, because that was... Like, why would they ever torture Ryan Reynolds? They know exactly where Samuel Jackson is going to. He's going to the goddamn hag. That's what the point of the movie is. Yeah. So what are you torturing a guy to get information out of him for, other than to let him know that he's going right to the place where you know he's going to? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is no... I mean, yeah. that's another scene that just didn't fit, you know? Right. So Exactly. Uh, here's some of the things that, that I that I liked uh, in the movie that made me laugh. Uh, number one, did you know that anytime you ride a motorcycle, you have to pop a wheelie at some point? I had no idea. 
I mean, you've driven a motorcycle. How many wheelies have you popped? Many. <laughs> I didn't know it was required. Not on a street bike, but... <laughs> I didn't know. But in this movie, anytime somebody's on a motorcycle, they're popping a wheelie for no reason. Well, it's and great. For, there's a reason, too, that it's tactically it made sense for that given moment to do a front... For when he stops. No, no, no I'm not talking wheelie. about the front. I'm talking about when he's just driving down the street and he pops a wheelie for no oh, reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And Ryan Reynolds' character, well, not really Ryan Reynolds, whoever was wearing the helmet did that, and then uh, one of the bad guys did it, too, and the only two motorcycle scenes in the movie just pop wheelies for no reason. I thought that was funny. Um, also... Uh, there was something else that I wanted to bring up about uh, the uh, movie, spoiler-wise, and now for some reason I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it was, uh, oh, it was it was the deal where, uh, you know, you talked about how some of it was very predictable, but to me there were just too many twists and turns. Not that I didn't see any of them coming, but it was like, all right already. None of the stuff needed to be in there. Just get to the point where it was actually going down and we would all be fine. And every one of those was saved at the very last second like the motorcycle when he jumps up on the the motorcycle onto the boat or whatever <laughs> with the guy the guy that took 20 minutes to fire the rocket launcher yeah, yeah. And he knocks him over it's like you knew that was gonna happen i mean it's just i don't know yeah uh exactly uh, but also uh you know to me it's like making the 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 darius character for samuel jackson a good guy you know, it kind of just this. There's no real conflict except for the Gary Oldman character. I mean, who's a big waste, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I love Gary yeah. Oldman, but it was a waste of his talents. So I mean, it's just the whole concept of this movie. I'm changing my. I'm changing my rating to <laughs> mild now. First time ever. On one yeah, of these. mild. <laughs> Tomorrow mild. it may it may actually be a completely <laughs> and, waste. And of my time. family wanted to go see this. It just the timing didn't work out today. And I would normally I'd be like, I'll go see it with you. I'll go see it again. I don't know if I can sit through, especially with my back. You know, I'm all like, in pain and everything. I'm like, this is not worth it. Man. Just tell them no. They don't want to see it. Maybe you'll be like Samuel L. Jackson, and your limp will come and go throughout the uh, the movie if your back. Will yeah, come yeah, you. yeah. I'll just go. My back hurts, mother. Bleed. Right. <laughs> that was my other favorite. That's what the thing that I wanted to talk about too was the fact that Samuel L. Jackson does amazing things with a bullet wound in his leg uh, that couldn't have been done. Like he he took a two story drop off the staircase literally five seconds after waking up from a blood transfusion, uh, which was fantastic. Oh, the jump, the jump oh. into the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but the one in the stairwell where he killed two guys. Oh, yeah. It's like you just got shot in the leg and you got you were bleeding out for two seconds uh but good times <laughs> man so but you know what sometimes movies like this can be enjoyable for me because i get to like laugh and make fun of how some of the dumb stuff is and this could be one of those I, things I, where you could get drunk and make fun of this, this movie, movie is totally riff track worthy yeah yeah right and i think so, so there has to be a certain <laughs> a certain kind of movie that is riff track worthy and i think uh this one is is there do you think the the effects were supposed to be cheesy too? Like when he no, at no, the no. end when the the helicopter crashes and the flames go up behind him, or at the very beginning I noticed when the the there was a crash and the wheel was bouncing, <laughs> the flaming wheels bouncing yeah. through the street. I mean, those are done for economics. Yeah, I mean, really, they didn't want to plan on spending a bunch of money on. Yes, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. but it, a lot of exploding vehicles in this movie too. I mean, it might have been like a long time since I've seen this many cars and vehicles blow up in a movie. It was pretty impressive, all things considered. You want to see a really good version of this movie? You need to watch Live, um, uh, the, the last Die Hard movie. Uh, well, which one is that? Live Free or Die Hard? No, no, it's uh, Die Hard. Uh, die Harder. Die. That's number five, right? Fourth, fourth of Die Hard, or yeah, what the is last it? one with uh, Courtney J. Courtney. I have not seen that one. Yet. I know you th- that this that is a really good version of this movie. All right. Who's the uh, Who's the wingman? To oh, it's his kid, right? Yeah, yeah, J. Courtney. Uh, gotcha. So. So either way, I think uh, we're all... But this doesn't make you like Ryan Reynolds or Samuel Jackson any less, right? Oh, no. Not okay, at all. Not at all. okay no. we're on the same page. No there way. I think... Uh, let's talk about the Samuel Jackson part for just a second and the range that dude has. I mean, he can do comedy, drama, action. I mean, he is 
one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. I agree. I mean, the, both of these, the, both Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson, like I said, do a fantastic job, and both are completely believable in their characters as the people that they portray in this movie, without a doubt. What yep. about former guest of the morning after Elodie Young? How do you think she did? Yeah, yeah, she is great. She's great. What do you think, Randy? Which one? Who is that? She was uh, Ryan Reynolds' girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I approve. Yeah. Definitely yeah. approve. What yeah. about the hot chick scene in this movie, Randy? What did you think? You well, had was, a lo- was there one? Well, you had Elodie Young, well, I think. And there's so Sa- 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 talk about that, right? still looking just delicious. Yeah. I think right? you're right before, though, they kind of forced her to be a bad. I, it was almost like taking it. Because she usually plays a good character, That's, right? Like a well, that was done for cheese, right? You know, that I think so too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That whole scene in the bar is completely hilarious. Yes, and cheesy. If it's you know the tone of this movie is totally wrong. It's it, weird. It's because that's the thing. It's it's like if it was meant to be that way, you would it would. I just think that there's a different kind of way to go about it, and I don't know if it's just that maybe people are done doing that sort of thing. You know, I, I don't know because you got that from Expendables three. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just that, I don't know. Yeah. I think they were trying, actually trying. For her, I felt like they tried to push, like, shock value. Like, what, what they can get her to say that she normally wouldn't say in right. a film. Yeah. And the whole prisoner thing with, like, her cellmate was really weird. The <laughs> fart joke was really weird with the yeah. cell. It was like, like, what do we do? They were fattest. Dude is a fattest. <laughs> what? This is what I hate, dude. This is what I hate, that people automatically, if you're in a room together with a bunch of people and somebody farts, guess what? <laughs> they always look at the fat dude like he's the guy who's got the gas. Are you saying it was Selma Hayek that farted, you think, in that scene? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that it was, you know, I, I, I should boycott this movie is what I should do. <laughs> Well, she's that's the only scene she's in. No, she's in another one. She gets a timeout. That's right. But she's in the corner the entire time. Oh, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. her move once from the corner when she tells her. And I get it. It's supposed to portray Listen. Salma Hayek as like this big bad bitch kind Listen, of thing. I understand. Fat lives matter too. <laughs> okay. So what? what is my color line through a flag of some sort? Hashtag FLM. So uh, we got ourselves a movie that we all think is a pretty big waste of time, all things considered, but not an awful, awful movie. We've certainly seen worse. Uh, but it, it does, however... Guys, leave it pretty open for a uh, Hitman's Bodyguard 2. Oh, no, no. They might do no. a better job. <laughs> maybe. Maybe a bigger budget if this does okay? No. They just need no. to... Listen, I'm telling you, this movie would be totally different if they cut out 45 minutes out of it and made it an hour and a half movie. It would be probably faster paced, more exciting, funnier lines, more fa- fast hitting, and we'd probably like it a little bit more. Not it, we, None of us would say it's amazing, but at least we'd like it a little bit more. I agree. But would you go to a second one, though? Well, if it had Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds in it, yeah. Well, it has to. Otherwise, what's the point? I mean, I can't. E- as a matter of fact, I can't even think of two other people that could pol- pull that off as well as those two did. Because, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely it roles written for them, I think, without a doubt. So we'll see. Uh, you know, if the movie continues to rake in some money and once it does get a forum release, pulls in some more of that, we could very well see it right after Deadpool 2. You never know. Another movie that you'll see eventually, Randy. You Dead- saw Deadpool. Oh, I love Deadpool. Okay, yeah. Just oh, there sure. you go. Final thoughts as we wrap it up here from Wing Nuts, another morning after the movies podcast. Anything you guys want to add? It's great to see you guys. Yeah, you too, man. I looked. Uh, next week there's no super big releases, so we may have an open week. For uh, some stuff. Despicable Me 3. Look out. we can do it. It could very well be in theaters still. Big J, any input? Uh, Is there another movie out there that you really, really want to see that we haven't taken care of on this podcast? Dunkirk. Oh, yeah, Dunkirk. I almost went to a little. I'm glad I didn't because I was thinking about Friday to go in and checking it out, but I would have died in the movie theater. I would have walked out because I was in so much pain, but uh, it was still an IMAX, so... Wow, I don't know crazy. How, if it, if it's maybe next week if it's still an IMAX, maybe we do that. It might it might be because like I said, there's nothing out next week that's worth it. Yeah, there's no whale. What about the out? Annabelle? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a super scary movie yet. Yeah, that's okay. 
<laughs> You're good with that. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. <laughs> it's not my forte. Uh, I almost feel like uh, I don't want to give them my money. That's how much I don't like yes, those movies. Yeah, it's like watching that Kardashian show. It's supporting <laughs> It's supporting the problem, that the, the thing that's wrong with America. <laughs> what about It, though? You don't want to see It, right? We are going to oh, go yeah. see okay. It. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah. going to happen. Uh, so there's your scary movie, Randy. See, best of both Perfect. worlds. And that's in like two weeks or three weeks, one of the two. Either way, uh, there you go. So if you get a chance, hey, come on out to Wingnuts. Enjoy yourself some great wings out here. Uh, and check out a movie right across the street. Down Galleria Drive is where we're located. We appreciate their support for the podcast. And we'll catch you next week here on xrock.com.